What's up, everybody? Happy and merry Week 9 NFL Sunday to you and yours. It is You Better You Bet's Countdown to kickoff. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, including the Dolphins and the Chiefs right now. From Frankfurt, Germany, guten Morgen to everybody. No hot take BS on this show. Except for uh, if the Giants lose today, they should fire Brian Dable. There's, there's my hot take for the day. I don't actually believe it, but I kind of do. We'll talk about that game and more as we move along here. No hot take BS. We'll bring you bets, and we'll bring you sports. And we're coming to you live today from all the usual spots, the Odyssey app, the BetQL app, heard on radio stations nationwide, on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, and on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Ken and I here bringing you the wagertainment up until 1 o'clock Eastern. We're talking all things sports betting here on this Week 9 NFL Sunday. The show presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. All right, you know how we do it. Each and every NFL Sunday morning here on You Better You Bet. We'll bring you line movement and analysis of all the line movement for every game coming up today. Actives and inactives for every game on the board and the fantasy and betting impact of all of those. Ken Barkley will give you the underdog money line parlay. We'll have a conversation on two team six-point teasers. Thy Royal Prop King will make thou royal appearance about an hour from now. And uh, best bets for every game side in total to close the show an hour and 40 minutes from right now. Uh, we got a game going on in Germany, Mr. Barkley. Uh, the Chiefs and the Dolphins about to go to halftime, and Kansas City will go into the break with a 21-0 lead over Tua Tungavailoa and the Dolphins, and we'll talk about how they got that lead. We'll bring you the second half markets coming up momentarily as they start to hashtag populate. Uh, how you doing on this Sunday morning, my friend? Uh, yeah, doing better than the Dolphins are doing. And uh, for, for people that haven't had a chance to check out the game, Continue not checking it out. Make other plans would be my advice. Uh, 21 nothing Chiefs at the half. It's kind of looked every bit of 21 nothing. Now the, the Chiefs' third touchdown, a remarkable play. Tyree Kill catches the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, the Chiefs' defense forces a fumble. Then a player laterals it to a teammate who returns it for a touchdown. Like a really cool play um, just in terms of a, a heads-up play by the Chiefs. But, I mean, 21 nothing. The, the Dolphins' offense has done basically nothing so far. Uh, there, at one point in this game, there were six consecutive punts, which I don't think anybody really expected in terms of the pregame total. Uh, and the market for this game was really interesting before it started. Just kind of one of those things where, sure, like the market can move in a direction. That's not always going to be predictive of how the game plays out. The game's more random than that. And all of the action this morning before the game started was on Miami. Uh, Miami was a dog going in when we did Friday show. They're about a one, one and a half point underdog everywhere. Uh, we, we were talking before the show, they closed either pick or actually the Dolphins closed a favorite. So you could actually say like Mahomes was an underdog in this game. Uh, and I would say on a neutral field, cause I get, you know, playing in Germany, anybody who's watching this game, there's a billion chiefs fans at this game. It's actually like pretty outrageous doing like the, the chiefs chants and everything. The end zones painted obviously for Kansas city, because it's technically a home game on their schedule. That was one thing I was surprised about and, and, and not even just the score, but man, like a lot of chiefs fans there. And I, I felt like I could hear them. So all chiefs um, Miami got the money before the game. Doesn't look like that will be rewarded. And uh, no. we can have a conversation about the second half as well. Yeah, so uh, Kansas City 21 nothing, and like the play that Ken brings up. So Miami's driving to try and get some points to make it like 14-3 or 14-7. Dolphins, for what it's worth, will receive the kickoff to start the second half. Tyreek gets stripped. Ball bounces into the arms of Mike Edwards, who starts running down the sideline. He's about to get tackled, turns around, and there's like three Chiefs there that he can lateral it to. Laterals it to Brian Cook, who takes it down the sideline for a touchdown. 21 nothing Chiefs, and that's where we go uh, We go to the half, and that is the score uh, after third. 30 minutes of play. Uh, Ken, we do have second half markets open right now. Um, I am seeing Miami minus five and a half 
24 and a half as the second half side in total market. Uh, so again, the, the thought here is that Kansas City is going to win this game by a lot. It's just, are they going to cover the second half number or not? Or not? And the live total here would now be 45 and a half for the game. Closed 50 and a half. Shout out to me. I bet the under. Also bet Kansas City. Hopefully we can get both of these home. That would be a great way to start this NFL Sunday. Ken, thoughts on the second half side in total here? That market is just populated. Yeah, I don't have the under. Uh, I don't have anything on the total. I do have Kansas City. Um, I didn't even think they would be a dog. I didn't even bet. Like, I wish I had waited. Like, I, didn't even, I don't even have plus one. But that I don't think it's going to matter, which is the good news. I don't think it's going to matter what you got out of Kansas City uh, when it closed. And people might say, well, Miami five and a half. That's like they're down 21 nothing. Like, that's a crazy number. And there are two things that create that halftime market. One is when you have like a two evenly matched teams and it's a huge blowout. Uh, usually the team that is losing will be given a little bit more sort of credit in terms of what they're going to do in the second half because they'll be trying to score a lot. And the thought is the other team may not be trying to score a lot, which would be Kansas City. The other thing that contributes to that number is the thing that you said already, which is Miami gets the second half kickoff. So they get the first possession. Uh, that's the other thing you always see baked into a halftime market is who gets the ball first. Uh, and that's in case you were curious, that's always uh, NBC Sunday Night Football. Like several years ago, they would do like the dun dun and they would tell you who received the second half kickoff when they were going to halftime. Uh, that's that's for gamblers. That that's what that's for. <laughs> so that's like that's literally like why they added that to the telecast, and you'll see that now in a number of places. And uh, so Miami five and a half. Like I I get it. Uh, the totals twenty four and a half. Also pretty interesting. I mean, I, you have the pregame under. My thought here would be under again. Honestly, Agreed. like based on how this has gone so far, um, Jalen Waddle clearly not 100% left the game again and came back in. Uh, they've done a pretty good job bottling up Tyreek Hill. The Dolphins, I, maybe most importantly, uh, the Dolphins haven't been able to run the ball at all. So what's this half going to look like? Two is going to be under pressure a ton. They're going to blanket these receivers. It's going to kind of go like how the first half has gone, honestly. And the Chiefs, we've seen them play a number of – Chiefs have been a big under team so far this year, gone under in almost every game that they played. Why is that the case? Because uh, their defense has gotten a lead, and they've just suffocated teams in the second half. Why would this be different? And uh, so, I, you know, if I had to bet this market, I don't know if I'm going to bet under 24-and-a-half. I would not bet the side. I, I think I kind of agree with that number. Um, maybe it lands, you know, two possessions, three possessions. We bounce back and forth. But uh, under on 24-and-a-half doesn't, doesn't sound like the worst thing with the Chiefs having a big lead. And Miami does go on its bye week after this game, and, like, they're going to need it to get Jalen. Yeah, they're already there. Yeah, well, yes, yes, basically, you just fly home now and just forfeit the right. rest of the yes. game. Be great Happy for bye. us with our with the yeah. Chiefs bet and obviously with the under bet as well. But to get Jalen Waddle healthy, continue to get Armstead healthy, um, Xavier Howard healthy. And these guys are playing, obviously, today. But, you know, just I, I feel like they could use a little bit of a reset coming up after this. What we think is going to be a loss. They could obviously come back. But I think they'll probably right. lose to Kansas City. And, you know, so there you have, That's our thought on the second half. I agree with you. Like, under, under for the second half would be my look as well. And, you know... I don't even think it's a narrative. Mike McDaniel said it this week, and he was asked, like, you know, what do you think people are going to say coming out of the game? And if it's, if we win, we're the best team in the league. And if we lose, like, we can't beat good teams. And that was kind of the narrative coming into this game, right? It was Miami, when it steps up in class, they kind of get shellacked, right? We saw it against Buffalo. We saw it against Philadelphia. And to be fair, through 30 minutes, we're seeing it right now against the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I would just say that I still think Miami, and I think you agree with me, Ken, is in the process of, like, evolving a little bit. What's uh So Charizard is, like, Charmander's full form. What's, like, the second form of Charmander? 
I'm not going to know this stuff. You're 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 a Pokemon. I got no Pokemon experience whatsoever. Okay. I got so what, whatever, whatever the second one. I think like that's Charmeleon. Charmeleon. Char I, I can always kind of one of our. I could just members Char with the, the name of some lizard. Char Charguana. I don't know whatever. It is. Yeah. So I feel like the dolphins are not quite like their fully evolved form yet, but are working towards it right now, and they might be able to get there and be kind of like the Chiefs a little bit with like an explosive offense, but can still win like a low scoring game with defense if it comes down to it. It's just on the other side in this game, Ken. My opinion like your your fate it's Mahomes like it just is what it is in this game you could have the greatest defense of all time and he's gonna carve you up unless it's 15 degrees outside and he's got the flu like we saw last week in Denver and everyone puts up a stinker every once in a while so that's just like my like overarching thought on the Dolphins I think the talk coming out of this game assuming that we get a final score in this range or like the Chiefs win period is gonna be well Miami can't beat good teams kind of cross them off the list not a legit contender I don't know that I agree with that not like a real like betting take for right now but I feel like it's a conversation we'll probably have in the weeks to come sure uh the Dolphins first half possessions in this game punt 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 fumble punt uh this note it's the first time they've been held scoreless in the first half in 40 games so even though it's like, well, they can't step up and be big teams, like the, even this is a low for them in terms of how they're playing. I I agree with you on Miami where like, I don't think you cross them off. I think you're just kind of like, all right, like, let, like, let's see when we get to playoff time. And, you know, they, they mentioned on the telecast, Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, like this is the first time they played together this season. Tron Armstead was activated from the IR like before this game. Like it's, it's all in progress right now in terms of how it's going to look at the end. But that, you know, you can look at the end and it could still be bad. Like Devon Achan is going to come back, which you read in the chat, which is true. We, we don't know exactly when. Maybe it's next week. Maybe it's in a couple weeks. But like, whenever all of that happens and then they play for a while, it could still be different. But it's worth noting that, like, this style, and Miami has, like, a very defined style that they like to play. When, when they do it against good teams, and you could even throw the Chargers in there, and people would be like, well, they beat the Chargers. That was in week one. Chargers ran the ball for, like, 280 yards against that defense in that game. That was a coin flip kind of a finish. That's the only other good team that Miami has played. Like, even if, however you define good, <laughs> that's the only other team with, like, a pulse that they played so far this year. And that game was really close. I think it's okay to be really skeptical. Um, you know, you wouldn't be running out and buying Miami low, I think, in the Super Bowl market off this game. And I, I have, like, a bunch of things on, like, let I want to wait to see if the Chiefs are, like, actually going to win before we maybe do more on what does this mean and the markets and everything for Great. both teams. Kansas City obviously be the favorite to win the Super Bowl off this game for sure. Uh, but let, let's wait for that. I, I agree with you on Miami. I also think what this does is it's something that, that you and I have said on the show a lot. We do this exercise. How many teams do you think you need, like, quote, unquote, in the bucket? uh to feel like confident that you have the super bowl champion not 100 percent, but like confident like i th i think i got the champion here how many teams did you need like i've always been a three team person which is like we have guests on the show they're like three i was at that small and because honestly the big reason for that for me because kansas city is one of them and i honestly sometimes i think i might need one team in the bucket and i got the winner like i got the best player of all time and i have the best defense that he's ever been a part of on on the same team and they look what they did to miami in the first half of the game like you want other teams i'll just take that team and like we'll see how it goes just another game that kind of cements that opinion for me uh, but like and i'll give you credit because you were on now it's like chic 
now it's cool to be on the Bengals because, you know, they they beat San Francisco by two touchdowns last week. You know, Ken, to his credit, has been on the Bengals for a while and was one of the two out of the three teams in the bucket. For Ken, was Cincinnati. I, I almost feel like it should, just, it should just be those two teams because Cincy is the only team that I think strikes a little bit of fear into the hearts of the Chiefs sure. when it comes down to it well, in January. Let's see and San we'll Francisco. See how game goes. They, San Francisco is going to get every – so for people who don't know, Kansas City, San Francisco, Cincinnati. We did this exercise like four or five weeks ago. Those were the three teams that I picked when Cincinnati was not very good just because they have the guy who's beaten Mahomes and who like plays interesting games against him that are competitive and for the Niners like let's see let's see how it looks too like they're they're not going to play this week obviously but like Debo is going to come back and Trent Williams is going to be healthy and they see Chase Young who they traded for on the defensive line like there's a lot of interesting things with San Francisco where okay cool like maybe they get Mahomes again in a Super Bowl but with a different starting quarterback this time Purdy instead of Garoppolo and you know had a lead on him maybe it just goes the same because it's Mahomes and whatever that's the only other team where it's like well they played them and it was competitive and fun like that's it's almost like you evaluate your Super Bowl contenders in terms of like when they play Mahomes, how fun is it? Is it just he wins no matter what, or is it fun? And I feel like I have the two teams that kind of made it fun. Uh, I was out to dinner last night at a restaurant in Brooklyn, and one of the guys that works there is a fan of the show and was asking me, like, so, like, should we be playing Darnold? Big Niners fan, like, should does Darnold have to play? Like, I feel like Purdy sucks. We got to get Darnold. And, like, settle down. Like let's see yeah. let's see what happens coming out of the bye. Debo's back, Trent Williams is back. I have a feeling I have a feeling the Niners will be will be just fine. You better you bet here with Nick and Ken countdown to kick off week nine NFL Sunday. We'll keep you posted on what's going on in the Dolphins Chiefs game. Prop King still to come, best bet still to come, actives and inactives still to come. But right now, let's get you up to speed on all the line movement for all the games today with this edition, Kenny Henderson of It Moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. Uh, it's different. NFL Sunday. Got a bunch of quarterback games to hit here. We'll hit one before the break and then we'll do the rest on the other side. Ken, what's going on right now with the Atlanta Falcons and the Minnesota Vikings with, you know, the quarterback matchup we all expected coming into the year? Taylor Heineke and Jaron Hall. Uh, got his mouth looking something like like a disco ball. <laughs> what's, ha- what's happening in this game? Uh, too much. Just too, ma- too many things are happening. <laughs> it's just, there's a lot going on. Uh, Heineke for Ritter. Jaron Hall, we thought it might be Josh Dobbs uh, starting because the Vikings traded for him. Cousins obviously tours, he's out for the season. Maybe back with the team. There was kind of a report about that earlier today. He's a free agent. But anyway, Jaron Hall and Taylor Heineke. And this market's gone in all kinds of crazy directions. So early in the week, got bet out a lot. The idea being Jaron Hall is bad. And whether it's Heineke or Ritter, the Vikings are, they're really up against it because they're going to start a rookie at Kirk Cousins. Whatever you think of Kirk Cousins, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league so far um, and is not. And uh, it's not playing. And so this got out to like five, five and a half. Like the Falcons got out to a pretty big favorite. And then all Minnesota money coming back. So three and a half in the market right now, 38 the total. So just a really interesting kind of arc. Atlanta gets bet out a lot. It's Jaron Hall, but people are still very interested in Minnesota keeping the game close. Three and a half. So Falcons at home, three and a half with Heineke. That's where we are right now. 
No Drake London in the game for the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe some pessimism that the Falcons can move the ball through the air on offense. On the other side, we'll hit you with the rest of the line moves coming up. Week 9 NFL Sunday, Packers-Rams, Browns-Cardinals, Raiders-Giants, and more.